Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. God has been good, so good. God has been so, so good. Lord, we bring you praise. We thank you, Lord, for being so good. God has been so, so good. God has been so good to me. God has been so good. God has been so good to me. Come on, get you a piece of this here, sister. God has been so good. Lord, we bring you praise. Lord, we bring you praise. We just want to thank you for being so good. God has been so, God has been so, so, so Jesus, he's been, God has been so So good, so good, so very, very, so 
so very, very, very good. Lord, you've been so good. Yes, yes. I just want to say thank you, Lord. God is not going to take offense against you for praising him too much. Now, we may praise him too little. David said his praises, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises will continually be in my mouth. See, you you might praise, you and I may praise God too little, but we're not going to praise and thank God 
too much. Go ahead on and give him the fruit of your lips, the sacrifice of praise, and God will do you real good. We're about to conclude our most recent topic, the right man or woman for the job. We looked at capital A in our outline. Man or woman skilled in his work, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29, Genesis chapter 39, verse 3. We looked at capital B, times such as these, Esther chapter 4, verses 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. Capital C, humility and honor. We looked at Psalm 78 and 70, Daniel chapter 4 and verse 30. Capital D, we looked at your gifts. We looked at your gifts my gifts, how important they are and how God wants us to use and utilize them properly for they are necessary in the upbuilding of his kingdom. We looked at Proverbs eighteen sixteen, Matthew 25 and verse 15. And he brought us on down to capital E today. And we have been working off of a subtopic, go get him, go get him. Now understand that, that, that when you allow God to use your gifts and, and to, uh, get the glory from your gifts, there will be individuals that will seek you out. Now, it may not always be your natural family. It may not be your so-called friends. It may not be, but there will be a group of individuals. Just like God has given you and I a specific gift, there are individuals that that gift is specifically meant to bless. Your gift may not be a blessing to everybody. Everybody may not be want to hear what you got to say or want to hear what God has placed within you, but God has got some people that are marked out with a special ear that's tuned in to the frequency of what God has you to say. I, I praise God for each of you. Capital E, go get him. We looked earlier today at Judges chapter 11, verse 5, and it brings us on down to Exodus chapter 12, verse 31. Get yourselves ready, children of God, and prepare to be blessed in the name of Jesus. We said what? Exodus chapter 12, verse 31. Praise the living God. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites. Go, worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds also, as you have said, and go and also bless me. Capital E in our outlines, we should conclude this message, this topic today. Go get him. Go get him. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you today, Father, for being such a good God, for being merciful, kind, for being patient with us, for not dealing with us as our sins deserve. We give you 
all glory, all honor, and all praise. Father, we thank you once again for another beautiful day that you have made. Forgive us of our sins, Father, in thought, word, or deed. We thank you, Father, and we trust that you are going to continue to lead and guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake, that you might bring us into an expected end. You told the prophet, you know, to tell the people that you know the plans that you have for us, plans to prosper us and to bring us into an expected end. We pray, Father, that we will continue on in the name of Jesus, that we might take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of us. We trust that you're going to do this for us as we give your name glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Capital E, go get him. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus. We, we see here uh, Exodus chapter 12, Moses basically going back and forth with Pharaoh in regards to Pharaoh letting God's people go. Moses had to go to Pharaoh ten times before Pharaoh would let God's people go. Now, the tragic thing in this, because the reality is God says, Robert, there are a lot of people that are much like Pharaoh today. Things kept getting worse and worse for Pharaoh and his country. But still, he did not want to do what God said do. Some of you all under the sound of my voice. Things just don't have to keep getting worse and worse for you because you don't want to do what God says do. Finally, things became so bad that Pharaoh was almost coerced into doing what he could have done a long time ago and saved his nation, saved his family, saved his friends, saved his community, a lot of unnecessary uh, blows and wounds. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? Well, you under the sound of my voice, and God wants you to do something, and you keep right on trying to go against it, keep right on trying to be contrary to it. All you are doing is setting yourself up for unnecessary blows and wounds, unnecessary beatings. Um, you, you, you're presenting your back for the rod of correction. Let me, let me encourage somebody today. I don't know who God has sent me here to talk to, but I want to encourage somebody. God says that the quicker you obey me, saith the Lord, the better things will be for you. Let's get that down. What? The quicker. Now, this, this is just a word for anybody under the sound of my voice. That go for me, that go for you, that go for the quicker you obey God, the better things will go for you. The longer you persist in disobedience, the longer you persist persist in hard-heartedness and stiff-neckedness, the worse things will be. Finally, things have gotten so bad now that Pharaoh has lost his firstborn son, now that his, 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 his rulers, his commanders, and, and now that his his, his, his family members, he's lost some nephews, he's lost some nieces, he's not only lost some children, but his, his brothers and sisters have lost some children. Now things are so bad in the country that now you want to try and obey God. Well, may your obedience not be too late. The Bible says now, 
that during the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, leave my people, you and the Israelites, go worship the Lord as you have requested. Well, look at what's going on. Pharaoh in all of his might, Pharaoh in all of his splendor, Pharaoh in all of his prestige has now ended up having to come around to doing what God had told him a long time ago to do. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? Well, some of you all out there, you're not thinking about no God because you've got a pretty good job. You're not thinking about no God because you've got pretty good health. You're not thinking about no God because, you know, things are going pretty well for you. But I'm here to let somebody to know today that I don't care how well things are going for you now. Without God in your life, there is going to come a time when your knee is going to bow and your tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. See, you could do that now. You could do that now and enjoy your wealth and enjoy all the blessings that God has given you even more than, than you are now. See, you, you can't even fully enjoy the things that God gives you until you do it with uh, obedience and sincerity before God. Oh, you might have a million dollars in the bank, but if God doesn't give you peace, if God doesn't give you good health, if God does not allow you to enjoy it, you may have a million dollars in the bank and God fix it up so that your bills come to $1.2 million. See, God has got a way of, 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 of chastising. And so this is why we, we have to be very careful when we see individuals, just because they look like things are going well for them. Hollywood is a prime example. Y'all, you see people looking all good, wearing the finest of clothes, you know, and, and uh, making all kind of money and very popular and all, all this kind of thing. But yet, you, you, you know, all that glitters is not gold, you know. Yet, just about every day you, you read about another marriage that in Hollywood that has fallen apart. You read about some, some more children that are, that are out there on drugs and, and all kinds of different things. Just because things look good on the outside, that does not mean that they are good on the inside. Pharaoh was looking real good on the outside, but his nation was in shambles. But his nation was, was rotten, rotting to the core. Why? Because of refusal to submit to the voice of God. But finally, Pharaoh says, go. Worship the Lord as you have requested. Now, understand this. Let me, let me, let me, let's, let's, let's understand this because God won't let me go any further without sharing this with you. Whether or not you won't worship God like you're supposed to or you are trying to hinder somebody from worshiping God like they're supposed to, both of those two things will get you in serious trouble with God. Just, just keep that in mind. You won't worship God like you're supposed to. That's number one. That's 1A. That will get you in serious trouble with God right from the start with. Because God says, look, I deserve to be worshipped. God says, as awesome as I am, I deserve to be praised. Bible says, let not a man praise him on his own self. Let that praise come from somewhere else. But God says, look, I'm not a man. I'm so awesome, I can praise myself. God is so awesome that after he created man, he created the garden, he created everything just about that we know of, he stepped back and looked at his own work and said it is good and very good. 
So one A, if you will not praise God or worship God like you're supposed to, that will get you in trouble with God. And number two, if you are hindering God's people or trying to hinder God's people from worshiping God like they're supposed to, that will get you in serious trouble with God. Now, just keep that in mind, children of God. Now, now if you don't want I remember the songwriter said years ago, if you don't want to praise him, what? Don't hinder me. If you don't want to praise God, if you don't want to worship God, if you don't want to live for God, don't be getting in my way. Don't be a stumbling block to me. You go ahead on and do whatever seems best in your mind, and we'll see how it shakes out. Take your flocks and herds. Go, as you have said, Pharaoh said, and also bless me. The Bible says the Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave their country. For otherwise, they said, we will all die. Maybe so. Maybe so. If you don't want to let God's people go and do like they want to, you are running the risk of death. Every one of you all out there that's attempting to try and separate church and state, trying to separate God from government, God from school system, God from, you, run, you, you, you don't even realize you're putting a loaded gun to your own head. Because understand this out there, just because you too blind, let's say, just because you may be too blind to acknowledge God, he's not too blind to acknowledge you. Just because you may be too blind to see God, that doesn't make him too blind to see you. Bible says, so the people took their dough before the yeast was added, carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs, wrapped in clothing. The Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord, all, the Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward the people, and they gave them what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. Now, what would we say? Go get him. The Lord made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward the people. See, understand what obedience to God. The Bible says that if a man's ways please the Lord, that God said he will make even his enemies at peace with him. Now, what, what is it then we need to do? If you want your enemies to be at peace with you, then you need to make sure that your ways please the Lord. At this particular time, what the, the, the Israelites were doing was pleasing God. So now here is a nation. Now keep this in mind, what was going on. Here was a nation where people, see, see black folk, we got a lot in common with Israelites. Israelites were in slavery about 400, about 430 years. Our people here in the United States were in slavery for about 400 and some odd years. Well, here, when the Israelites left Egypt, here, the Egyptians, the Lord made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward them. And the Bible says that the Egyptians gave the people whatever they asked for.
Well, when many of us as African Americans came out of slavery, you know, it wasn't a whole lot of uh, former slave owners that was giving uh, blacks what they were asking for. But here are people that have been in slavery for 400 and some years, and now all they got to do is ask, and they are receiving. What, what they used to have to work for from sun up to sundown, now all they got to do is ask for it. You say, Apostle, what are you driving at? I'm trying to get some of you all under the sound of my voice to understand that favor is not fair. I'm trying to get some of you all out there under the sound of my voice to package yourself in a way so that you please God and a whole lot of things that you've been struggling for and you've been toiling for and you've been breaking your back for, they'll start coming easy to you. Good God in this place tonight. We're about done now, children of God. Wow, this is fresh. This is fresh. The Lord is just giving me this one here, children of God. What the Israelites had been working for from morning to night, and still some of them could not get it. Some of them still on their little slave salary could not afford to buy a pair of gold earrings. Some of them on their little slave salary couldn't, find a buy, couldn't afford to buy a silk dress. What they had been breaking their backs for and laboring for from sunup to sundown for 430 years, now at the appointed time, because they are walking in obedience to God, all they got to do is ask, and it shall be given. Some of you all out there, you're laboring and in toiling for that which God would freely give to you if you would just obey. God says that if you delight yourself in him, See, see, he'll give you the desires of your heart. You've got to delight yourself. You've got to love the things that God loves. Your God loves to be praised. You need to make yourself love to praise him. God loves to be worshipped. You've got to make yourself love to worship him. God loves to have his word studied. You've got to make yourself love studying the word. God loves to hear his own word. You've got to make yourself love to hear God's word. When you delight yourself, See, some of you, you don't delight yourself. You, you haven't made yourself like the things that God likes. So God says, then I'm not bound to give you the desires of your heart. So I'm trying to get some of y'all to see this thing now. When, when is a conditional word. When is much like if. When. When you delight yourself. When can I get these goodies, Lord? When can I get these blessings? When you delight yourself. Bible says that the Lord had made the Egyptians favorably disposed toward the people. Don't you know that God can make your enemies favorably disposed toward you? That the same way the adversary encouraged people not to like you, God can make people like you? You don't need, and I heard one wise man say, you don't need everybody to like you, just the right one. All right. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Sukkoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot, besides women and children. So we may be talking about well over, we may be talking about close to 2 million people. No matter, no tell, you know, if there were 600,000 men, let's say every one of them had a wife, which we know probably they didn't. But let's say 
that's already 1.2 million. And let's say that the average family had three children. See, you're talking about six, 12, 18, 24. You're talking about three million people. You could you could very well be talking about anywhere from from two to three million people that marched out on foot, besides women and children. It says many of the people went up with them, as well as large droves of livestock, both flocks and herds. Watch this. Not only did the Israelites come up out of Egypt, a whole lot of other folks came up out as well. You say, Apostle, why is that important to me? I encourage you to get with the bandwagon that's moving with God. There were some folk in there that look, we ain't even slaves. But we see that God is moving, and we're going to be a part of that. <laughs> Amen. We, 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 we may not even be members of the Christian Center, but we see God is moving. We're going to be a part of that ministry. We, we may not even be. They were not even slaves. They were not even Israelite. But they discerned the move of God. May you discern when God is moving. Discern when God is doing something. These people sat back in there. They sat back in their in their tents or in their homes or whatever. Discussed this thing amongst themselves and said, "Look, God, this is this. God is moving in this." One of the saints said they saw the ten plague. Many other people went up with them, as well as large droves of livestock, even sheep and cattle and stuff began to to move with the the move of God. But both flocks and herds with the dough. They had brought from Egypt, they baked cakes of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have time to prepare food for themselves. Now, the length of time the Israelites had lived in Egypt was 430 years. Now, this is, this is very important because God already has in mind. Now, it was, it was cruel. It was suffering. It was difficult. Make no mistake about it. But God knew the exact amount of time of their suffering. There were some people that were born, lived, died, slaves. Others that they had given birth to, born, lived, died, slaves. Others that wanted to come out, born, lived, died, slaves. Others that, you know, born, lived, died, slaves. But at the appointed time, God brought his people out. I want to encourage you, child of God. I don't know where you're at and what you're going through, but at the appointed time, you're coming out. At the appointed time. Now, it may be a little difficult on you right now. may not be the most easy thing. You, you may find yourself wondering why it's got to be like this and why I'm having to go through this. Why? Because if you're still in it, it's not the appointed time. I encourage you to hold on. Don't get weak and weary and well-doing. Hold on until the appointed time. Every, every trial in your life has an expiration date. Come on, somebody. Hey, I think I heard one man of God say that down in Johannesburg, South Africa. And we're going to pray for South Africa as well because there's a great deal of xenophobia going on down there. And I don't even know. I was thinking about going back and had plans to go back, but uh, I'm going to really have to, really have to hear from God now. Yes, yes, yes. Father, we, we pray that you will have mercy and that you will touch the hearts of individuals. Help uh, our South African individuals realize that South Africa is not their country. Help them to realize that the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, that they can't just decide to run everybody out of a place just because they are not 
of the same ethnicity as they are. Father, open their eyes in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. Every trial, every difficulty, every hardship,
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.